on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Let's get some therapy this morning. And not therapy from like a qualified, trained mental therapist. Uh, we're going to get one from a nine-year-old. Because it's more honest. I think so. We turn to Jess's niece, Abby, every week with a segment that we call Dear Abby. She's a nine-year-old that's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. Why pay for therapy when you can just... Talk to Abby. Talk to your nine-year-old niece. Yeah. Explain the concept behind Dear Abby. So Abby is nine years old. She lives in San Diego, California. I'm very close to my family. And I actually lived with them for about nine months before I moved to Maryland. And something I noticed about her is I could be having like a full-on private conversation with my aunt and my uncle. I could be on the phone. And this girl would come into my room and tell me what I should be doing with my life. (laughs) And so since then, uh, we just talk about different things that are going on in my life. And I ask her for some advice. What's happening this week? Uh, This week, I had a little situation with my boyfriend garage boy yeah and it kind of made me question my trust for him a little bit so i wanted to get abby's thoughts on the situation keep in mind too the garage boy's actual name is gerald yes so 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 to abby i do not say garage boy (laughs) to my niece or or to my family at all if you know you know and if not that's all you need to know that's okay all right let's go to this week's advice segment abby can i ask you for some advice yeah okay so this is about gerald so the other day I was telling him a story and then he, after I tell him the whole story, he asks me like, oh, wow, like how did that even happen? When I literally just told him the whole story. So he basically wasn't listening to me at all the entire time. So now it makes me think like, so when he asks me how my day is, is he actually listening to me when I tell him how my day is or is he just not even listening to me at all? Maybe he just didn't hear you in that part of the story. But if he did and he just wasn't listening, ooh, he has a secret. What do you mean? That that happens like constantly. Mm-hmm. They either have something going on. Okay. Or they have a secret. In your okay. case, I'm going with number two. You think he has a secret? I mean, it could be either one. You never know. What do you think it's a good secret or a bad secret? Uh... Let's hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So let's say you were telling Maya something. You were talking to Maya, your sister, about something really important to you. And then she was like kind of not really paying attention and zoning you out. How would that make you feel? Make me feel sad. And then if she did it one more time, I'm getting the chunkla. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just tell her it means a lot to me that like she's listening to my that she's like listening to my stories and if she wasn't she'd feel guilty and then come clean and i'd be like haha told you so (laughs) okay so basically i just have to let him know how it made me feel hopefully it doesn't happen again and if it does then we have a serious problem and maybe there's a secret going on yeah thanks abby you're welcome. You have to watch this girl. She is such a superstar, and you can see her sharing her advice on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess. What's the secret about? You know, and why would she say that? She's like, you know, and if they're not paying attention, and I'm like, where are you getting this Maybe from? Maybe they have a secret. Maybe they have a secret. Okay. We'll wait and see. Jess's whole family trusts no one. I see this now. We don't. All right. There's Dear Abby for this week. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 1065. You ready? WWMX 
Come in here, and we're one of very few morning shows that can come in here like days where the Ravens win, yeah, and just go wild. A lot of these other morning shows are in different cities, and I can't really focus on it. So anyway, we're really honored to be Baltimore's morning show. And we're happy that you're here. We uh, we call this a six o'clock club. Hi, Jess. By the way, good morning and happy Tuesday. How you feeling? Good. You good? Yeah. Good. Uh, we call this a six o'clock club because it, this is anyone that's awake first thing in the morning here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And we just get together. We huddle around the radio. You catch us up with your lives. Get any birthdays today? Any big news you want to share with the crew? 410-583-1065. Text us and we'll give you a shout out. Veronica, good morning. Jim at USCG. Darren, the flight attendant. Beautiful Beverly. Uh, Brian, our Lyft driver. And Dundalk. Johnny E. Mrs. Kelly, our pharmacy tech. Cowboy, good morning. Kenny from PA. Sarah and Stu, our kinder care ladies. Karen and Amber. Mr. W, good morning. Lori, WB from Glen Burnie. Lisa is up with us. Los, the male nurse. Uh, Terrence, Lisa, dispatcher D, headed home from work on the Eastern Shore. And shout out to his son. Happy birthday to your son this morning. Canton Curtin, Canton Karen, Mrs. B is checking in. Adrian, hello. Joseph from Baltimore. Brenda, the rideshare driver. And Stephanie in Nottingham. Happy Tuesday. Gotta get those birthday songs ready to go. I think I put a deadline of like 18 Fridays ago. I know. And uh, it's, it's not done yet. Maybe we can just get like... I don't know. Something. You can just ro- just like ro- like get like 15 second clips of like the three different songs. You can just pick whichever one you're in the mood for that morning. And we can maybe we should just sing like a restaurant. You know, happy happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, we can make it up. I love that. Jess was a waiter. I'll uh, do it. I'll for, make up with something for a while. Was it only at a sushi restaurant you were a waiter? No, I I worked at like three different restaurants, three or four different restaurants. Did you ever the have a birthday song? Was- uh, no, we would just sing happy birthday. And just, like, we'd bring out ice cream and all of us would come together and sing and classic. make a big production of it. Classic. To me, there's nothing more anxiety fueled than knowing it's your birthday. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you see all the waiters like approaching. <gasps> They're huddling. They're like, it's your birthday. We heard you're celebrating it. And everyone's like, happy birthday to Stephen. You know, you wait for their friends to say the name and you're like, okay. I love it. Did they sing at the Cheesecake Factory? They did, didn't they? I think they sang to me this year. Yes, they sing. Yeah, yeah. The worst. Do you love it? You love the birthday song. I love it. You love it. Jess and I are so different sometimes. As an introvert, there's nothing worse. It's fun. Than seeing that little circle, knowing they're coming. They're like, Knowing they're coming. Or you start to see, like, the cupcake come out with the candle in it. We enjoyed it. Like, all the girls I worked with, we we had fun with it. But I wonder at, like, other restaurants if they're like, man, I got to sing at table four. If you've ever been a waiter or a waitress, or do we just call it waiters now? I think we just call them servers. Okay. servers. If you've ever been a server... Did you have a birthday song you had to do, and did you love it or hate it? Because I'd be genuinely curious. Jess loved doing it, but Jess is a... Everyone would always get me, and they're like, go sing over there. And I was like, all right, bye. <laughs> You're like, say less. I'm like, is this solo <laughs> dolo, or y'all going to come back me up? What's up? You know? <laughs> Jess would sing to people whose birthday it even wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, it's not even my birthday, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 
410-583-1065. Baltimore top three in a couple seconds with Jess. Do you trust your neighbor? Because according to this new survey, I don't I don't know if you do. Let's see if you fall into this category. Details next in the Baltimore Top 3. Mix 106.5. It's Top 3 with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number 3. Governor Larry Hogan has requested a presidential disaster declaration for Maryland after tornadoes and flash floods from the remnants of Hurricane Ida affected or damaged over 100 homes and businesses. Um, Hogan requested a major disaster declaration for Anne Arundel and Cecil counties and hazard mitigation grant funding for all 23 Maryland counties and Baltimore City. And the declaration would pave the way for federal funding and resources to those affected, um, at least 142 homes. Because right now, um, though the funds that have been assisting those affected by the storms or have been displaced, that only remains available until September 30th. Okay, good to know. Number two. It's National Neighbor Day, and a new Maryland survey asked the question, whether you like them or not, would you say you trust your neighbors? And the new poll asked over 6,000 Marylanders, and only half of us actually trust the people we live next to. 51% say they trust their neighbors. 17% say absolutely not. And 22% aren't sure. And then 10% of people in Maryland say they either don't have neighbors nearby or just don't know them. But apparently, the older you get, the more likely you are to trust your neighbors. Only 35% of people under 25 said yes, compared to the 62% of people 55 and up. Do you know your neighbors? I don't. Jess lives in an apartment up in Towson. I live in a condo down in um, Fed Hill. I tried to date one of my neighbors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But outside of that, the only person that I know is the family that lives upstairs from me. Mm -hmm. And the other day, the woman was like, hey, she was like, if you ever go out of town and need someone to watch your dog. That's nice. I'd be happy to. But why didn't I trust her? Why didn't I feel like safe to do so? I know one guy, I but we but we only see him in the parking lot and we have like a banter about Cobra Kai. Yeah. So there's that guy. He's super cool. Your and best friend in the, yeah, the apartment. Him and then my maintenance guy who's also my neighbor and he's a nice guy. But other than that, I don't know anybody. Nobody, yeah. Number one. Coldplay and BTS dropped their collaboration My Universe on Friday and now they are giving fans a look at how the song was made and just dropped not one but two remixes of their new single and the remixes include an acoustic version of the track as well as a supernova 7 remix created by Coldplay's guy Berryman and here it is is about 18 months ago, BTS actually reached out to Chris Martin and wanted to do a song with him because the K-pop group calls him King of Stadium Tours and he's always been a really big influence to them. So the behind-the-scenes documentary features their music-making process, um, Chris going to South Korea, and you can watch that right now on YouTube. Very cool. Kramer and Jess. Mega, Mega. Prize Minute. Mix 106.5. The round might be over right now. Maybe not. I want you to pay really close attention if you want $500 in free gas. Welcome to the Mega Prize Minute. We're going to caller number 10 today, and that is who? Tyler. Tyler, what up, dude? Hey, Tyler. How we feeling? How we feeling? We good? Uh, hopefully feeling lucky. Man, I hope so, too. I don't see why this round couldn't be over today. You been listening the last couple of days? I have been, and I've been taking them. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Then we're doing really well. Here Jess, we really, quick, really quick, will you refresh your memory of question number 10? Really quick of what uh, question number 10 is. I don't see why 
this game could not be over this round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Question number 10, it's not our hardest number 10 question for sure. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you've been paying attention. Now, with him, with you being so confident here, I need to remind everyone else, please pay close attention because... If, it's, if we don't knock this round out today, tomorrow we're coming back and it's going to be the same 10 questions. So, if we've all been paying attention, tomorrow should be just as easy, possibly with all 10 questions revealed. Yes. Anyway, let's get into this. 10 question trivia game. 60 seconds to answer all these questions. Couple of rules, Jess. If you get one wrong, you're out. If you mispronounce the answer, you're out. If you take longer than 60 seconds to answer all 10 questions, you're out. But if you get all 10 questions right within one minute, you are winning a $500 gas card fueled by Shell at Dashin. And Dashin for craveable food like they do chicken, corn, and blue sub. And just visit Dashin.com for participating locations. Tyler, are you ready to do this? Yes, I'm ready. This could be it, man. 60 seconds starts now. Question number one, who is your favorite football team? Raven. Correct. Question number two, when was the first official day of fall? September 22nd. Correct. Question number three, how much is a fall turkey harvest sub at Dash Inn? 549. Correct. Question number four, what brand of car did Kramer Sugar Mama drive? Mercedes. Correct. Question number five, what number is Raven's wide receiver Marquise Brown? Five. Correct. Question number six. Hispanic Heritage Month started on what day? September 15th. Correct. Question number seven. What year did Jess graduate from high school? 2011. Correct. Question number eight. Who is the president of Dash Inn? Julian B. Willis III. Correct. Question number nine. The full moon closest to the autumn equinox is called what? Harvest moon. Correct. Question number 10. How far was Justin Tucker's NFL record-setting kick? Come on. 66 yards. Yeah. <laughs> $500 a free gas fueled by Shell at Dashin', man. How do you feel? Awesome. Great. Boy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dashin'. Yes, sir. Tyler, when you said your favorite team was the Ravens, I said, well, this round's over. Yeah, it was this, a wrap. This round's over. How about that, dude? You are the the Justin Tucker of this round, man. $500 in free gas. Congratulations. This is super interesting. Should kids between the ages of 10 and 12 be on Instagram? Apparently, it was about to be a thing. Yeah, so Facebook actually just announced that they're pausing its Instagram kids project. That was intended for kids between 10 and 12 years old. Yeah. A lot of states are now saying, 44 states? 44 states. Kinda. Came forward and said, like, we don't we don't want this. Yeah. We, don't, we want nothing to do with this. Right. And I'm, I'm genuinely curious after hearing this because, obviously, Facebook had enough research to say, I think that kids and parents between the ages of 10 and 12 would be able to digest this information. It would make sense for them, right? They wouldn't yeah. push a product they didn't think had some kind of marketing ability behind it. And their reasoning is that there's a YouTube Kids, there's a, a kids version of TikTok, so right. they don't see why they could not create a kids Instagram platform of their own. If you're a parent here in Maryland between the ages of, well, if your kids are between the ages of 10 and 12, can you start calling right now for 10 583-1065. Genuinely curious. Would you want your kid to have Instagram kids mm-hmm. or no? Yeah. My suspicion here is that most parents are going to say absolutely not. I think you try to hold on to that innocence for like the very last minute, right? Because mm-hmm. once you let them on social media in general, like it's over. And what they're saying is it would require parental permission and it would not have ads. So curious though how y'all stand on this thing this morning. 410-583-1065. Hey, Melanie and Essex, good morning. Good morning. How old is your, your child? 
So I have three. Okay. They are 11, 12, and 13. Mm-hmm. Take me to, oh, wow. You were, uh, <laughs> you just couldn't stop having babies, could you? Well, you were the on a joke roll. is I messed up somewhere, and it's up to them to show me which one. <laughs> That's All awesome. right, so you're you're a pro at this with the double no, digits. This you're, is perfect yeah. though, because what we're talking about is Instagram kids right now, and what the age group that they want to kind of focus on is ten to twelve. Right. So, what do you think about this? So, as of this point, I have not allowed my children to have any social media. Okay. Um, my oldest, because she's thirteen, almost fourteen, we discussed the idea, but then she'll sneak behind my back and. You know, like she'll download TikTok or my mother's iPad. And I'm like, well, mm. now you've broken my trust. And if I can't trust you, mm. yeah. then I'm not going to give in to social media. Yeah. Right. Um, I just feel like the Internet is such an ugly place anymore. And even adults are having trouble with certain things. And until my children are mentally able to sift through all of the ugliness and the hatred and all of that sort of stuff, yeah, then I just... As a parent, I need to keep them away from it as much as I can. So, what what is the right age? Then you think if it's not if it's not ten to twelve, then when when is the right age? I think there is a right age. I feel like it's child to child, and okay. there are kids who may be a little bit younger but still be able to mentally handle it. And there's kids who are older who maybe they just have a hard time with life as it is and yeah. don't need the extra pressure and extra stress okay. All right. that that's, comes along with it. That's fair enough. I'm glad you called. Thank you so much. Yep. 410-583-1065. Hey, Kaylee from White Marsh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, your, your child is how old? Um, she is eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how, would you, how do you feel about this whole Instagram kids then? I don't know what the problem is. I mean, she's only eight, so when she can get an Instagram at what, in a couple of years, I don't know what the problem will be. I would love her to have an Instagram so that she can start. Well, let's be honest. All these kids are seeing anything they want anyway on YouTube. So if they're not going to be ready, if she's not going to be ready in two years, I don't know what I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? We give every kid a trophy these days, you know? Well, okay, it's, it's a good point because YouTube does have YouTube kids, and I feel like parents have so, no problem in their kids getting on there, and it, it's filtered content. So just your like, eyes, because there's already YouTube kids, there's already kind of like a kid version, or at least they're attempting to have a kid version of TikTok. You don't see the issue with Instagram kids. Yeah, and let's be honest, there are the YouTube kids, but by, in a couple years, every kid who has a cell phone, they see things that we probably don't know they see anyway. And I feel like Instagram's just going to be—it's just going to be a thing. So when they launch it, let's say when they, this does pass, if it does, and in two years you've got no issue at all signing your kid up for it. Absolutely not. All I right. think it, she's going to need it. Maryland is actually one of the states saying we don't want Instagram kids, right? Right. So Facebook actually just announced that they are pausing its Instagram kids project. This was intended to be a platform for kids between 10 to 12 years old. It would require uh, parental permission. Uh, They wouldn't have any ads. However, it's gotten a really big pushback from lawmakers because they don't want it and they want more details on how this is going to work. So since our attorney general here in Maryland saying we don't want it, we're asking parents like, do you think your kids between the ages of 10 and 12 should be on Instagram? 410-583. 1065. Allison from Bel Air, good morning. Good morning. You, you're into the Instagram kids. Uh, I am. I, I actually have, we have four kids in our house and one is 12 and she already has Instagram. Okay. So, so you already let her on. I already let her on. How, yeah. late, how soon did that happen? When she turned 12 or was it sooner than that? Um, I want to say 
she's had it for like six months to a year. So she might have been 11 when she got it. I'm not, I don't really remember. Okay. okay. So why? Why were you like, fine, go ahead. Because I, mean, I think right now you got to be 16. Is that right? You got to, or is it 12? You have to be, whatever. It's no. not, it's I'm not. I'm not sure the age limit, to be honest. Yeah, me either. Um, well, like a lot of her friends were on it already. Um, so that was um, part of it. And like, she kind of felt like she was missing out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, of course, with my kids with social media, I always just say like, when I feel like you're, like mature enough to follow my rules when oh. it comes to social media. And okay. Stuff like that. How many? So, how many of her friends her age do you think actually are already on Instagram? What percentage? I think almost all of them. Wow. Okay. So, so she she kind of felt like the la- the one missing out, like the last one to kind of get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She she was definitely coming to me saying this person and that person and this person and that person. They all have it, mom. Come on, let me get it. Okay. So, like, so maybe they're all on there anyway. All right. You know yeah, what I mean? I think, I think they're all on there anyway. I mean, I, just speaking from. Like, I, I coach her soccer team, and yeah. almost all the girls on our team are on it, because, like, if I post pictures, I'll tag them. Yeah. Okay. Would, would you switch? Would you make a switch to Instagram kids if it passed, or would you just let her keep the regular version, version since she already had it? I think I would probably just let her keep the regular just, just version keep it. if she yeah, already had version. it. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, yeah, 13. 13 is the age right now for Instagram, so everyone under yeah, 13, they say, should not be on there. But, okay. but here you are, and everything's fine, so I'm glad to hear that side. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Uh, but of course, there is the other side, too, and her story. So she let her daughter get on to Instagram. Yeah. And she had to pull her off, all because of what her daughter was doing on there mm-hmm. at such a young age. She's actually got a little bit of a horror story. She's on Next. Hey, Amanda from Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Should kids between the ages of 10 and 12 be on Instagram? Absolutely not. And I'm telling you from experience, um, you know, our 12-year-old actually... You don't ask for permission to be on certain social media uh-huh. platforms, and Instagram was one of them. Yeah. And, you know, social media has definitely brought light to, you know, mental health awareness and, and disability awareness and all that jazz, which is great. However, to get attention, you know, from people online that she didn't know or anything like that, she was starting to fake that she had some of these things. And so we found that it was very harmful for her. Wait, what was she faking? She was thinking that she had Tourette's. <laughs> oh, hang wow. on, hang so on. So yeah. to kind of hang like on. get attention or like feel like she could relate in some type of way, just because mental health awareness has become has had such a huge presence online. So for right. her to feel like she belonged, she faked right. that she wow. had a disability. Well, right, and, and you know, like I said, it's it's brought awareness to all those things, and that's great. Yeah, However. Yeah, yeah. Kids these days are trying to fit into these niches, and they're not really understanding that. And so we've watched documentaries for platforms of people who have created these applications or worked within these applications have said, like, they don't even allow their kids on them because they can be so harmful. You know, they don't have the mental capacities to be able to handle these things. Wait, really quick. Let's go back to your daughter really Mm -hmm. quick. Uh, How did you find out that she was faking that she had Tourette's on Instagram? Because we were monitoring her phone pretty oh, regularly. Okay. okay. Pretty regularly. Yeah. And so, how did? So what was that like first time you discovered that? Sorry. Um, probably last summer. And you know, we explained to her like, you don't have these things. Okay. If you can control yourself in certain situations. You know, it's not something that people want to have. Right. You know right, what I right, mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was almost kind of like we had to teach her like, you're not really bringing great things to this because it's like something sort of mocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. There so, are people who have these things. So, yeah, it's definitely not something that's beneficial towards children whatsoever. So what do you say to so, the parents, like the one that we just talked to that said, like, it's no problem? Be careful. 
careful. Be really careful because there's also kids on there that, like, you know, suicide is up huge amongst kids. Yeah. And there's kids on there that, like, make packs, and one kid will do it, and then the other kid won't do it, okay. you know? And they yeah. don't even know these kids. So please be careful. You know, we had a huge safety scare in our house, you know, with mental health awareness because of social media. Right. And since she's not even had a phone anymore, she's been fantastic, you know, right. and she's wow. been doing great. So yeah. it's not something, like you said, like the first woman said, adults can't even handle it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I'm so, so glad. Thank you for sharing your story today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Let's get into top three stories in the city now. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. The Baltimore top three is brought to you by THB. Number three. R. Kelly was found guilty yesterday of all nine counts. Uh, he was facing in sex trafficking case. In addition to trafficking, the charges included racketeering and eight violations of the Mann Act. There was also 14 underlying acts, including sexual exploitation of a child and kidnapping, and now he's facing 10 years to life in prison when he is sentenced on May 4th of next year. The charges involved six female victims, including the late Aaliyah, who married Kelly when she was just 15 years old, and this marks the first time he's been criminally prosecuted despite years of allegations of misconduct that have trailed him for a quarter of a century. And during their case, the prosecution called dozens of witnesses, including both male and female accusers who said they were groomed for sex and were psychologically abused by Kelly. Um, And this was just Kelly's New York case, by the way. He is still facing charges in both Chicago and Minnesota. I saw a headline yesterday. I didn't read the article, but apparently, just by headline alone, he thought he was going to get off all these charges. His attorneys said that they are disappointed in the verdict and will continue to fight on his behalf. Man. I just don't know how you can be that ignorant to your Psychotic? own situation yeah like I don't you think can't he- tell me that none of that's true now I'm not will I'm I'm willing to say that you know there's a version of the truth between my story and your story. Somewhere in the middle is probably the truth. But I like, think he's just a psycho and doesn't think he's done anything wrong because he's sick in the head and there's people like that. You can't have that many people saying stuff about you and you just complete, act, completely act like... Because he doesn't think he's wrong because he's sick. Yeah. Number two. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said Friday she was recommending booster shots for at-risk adult workers despite the committee voting against the measure. And after health regulators' clearance of the booster last week and um, Rochelle signing off on Friday, the U.S. government is rolling out the booster shots starting with third doses of the Pfizer vaccine. And now those uh, eligible include Americans age 65 and older, adults with underlying medical conditions, and those in high-risk working and institutional settings. And starting this week, Wegmans Pharmacy and Giant Food locations are now offering the Pfizer booster shots to anyone who is eligible by appointment only. And in other vaccine news, Pfizer announced that the company is ready to ask for approval for their vaccine for kids under the age of 12 in a matter of days. Mm, Okay. On CDC note as well, um, they also approved Halloween for this year, right? And and small groups outdoors. So that was cool Mm because last year they were saying no trick-or-treating. Yeah. And now they're saying, yeah, as long as you guys are being safe, that's cool. Number one. As fall approaches every year, devoted Starbucks fans count the days until they can get their hands on the pumpkin spice latte. And the beloved PSL has become so much more than a beverage, it now defines the whole season. But it turns out, the flavor almost never happened in the first place. Pete Dukes is credited with being the man 
behind the idea, the so-called father of PSL. And back in 2001, he was in charge of espresso drinks for Starbucks, and he was asked to create something new for the fall. And he and a team came up with 100 different ideas, narrowed it down to 10, which included the PSL. But he said it never had a chance because they weren't sure if people would even like it. And he said it was the flavor that almost wasn't, and what saved it is because it was unique. And to create the original flavor... He and the team brought pumpkin pies into the lab, poured espresso shots, and ate them to try to get to the PSL flavor. All the hard work paid off, and since then, Starbucks has sold more than 500 million PSLs since their debut in 2003. It's crazy to think of a time before pumpkin spice lattes, you know? Yeah. I wonder what the other options were. Mm -hmm. Did they say more about that, about what the other options I could have been? But he's also the one who came up with the peppermint mocha, so. This guy, his name again is what? Peter Dukes. Peter Dukes, man. Y'all need to show this man some more respect. This is Jess, and that was your top three. He needs a national holiday. Mm -hmm. Think how much joy that man has brought into your lives. Mm -hmm. Just because of his pumpkin spice and a peppermint mocha. I love it. Wild. Kramer and Jess are spilling Charm City secrets on Mix 106.5. Can you call us up right now and tell us what are you still mad about? And how long have you been mad about it? Yeah. Okay. And it could be like something that somebody did to you. It's maybe because they made a change at a restaurant. You're still mad they took the chicken fingers off the menu. Or your ex-best friend when you were seven. It doesn't matter. That stuff stays with you. That sounded personal. I'm just saying. Okay, that's not very personal. What uh, What are you still mad about, and how long have you been mad about it? 410-583-1065. Welcome to Charm City Secrets. We always give you a topic, and it's your chance to call, text, and vent to us. Get that secret off your chest. Kramer and I hate keeping secrets, and we always have a voice disguiser for you, so nobody in Maryland knows that it's you on the radio. So listen to this survey out this morning. Maryland is the number three state for holding a grudge. (laughs) We're the number three state. We don't forget. For holding a grudge. Mm -hmm. Average time that a person in Maryland will hold a grudge for, four years in two months. (laughs) And this article kind of goes into more. People often get stuck in the cycle of holding grudges because they expect something from uh, someone and the expectation is not fulfilled. So you're wondering why you hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. That's why. So our question for our confession segment this morning is, what are you still mad about, mm-hmm. and how long has it been? 410-583-1065. Hey, Claire from Owings Mills, good morning. Good morning. Who are you still mad at, and how long has it been? I I am still mad at my friend, Alicia. Okay. Okay, okay Alicia, we see you. Okay, Alicia, this morning, hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. why, and why are we collectively still mad at Alicia? Well, it might be hard to reach Alicia to tell her this because, well, we were best friends in college, like super best friends. She was the best, awesomest girl, super fun. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, she moved to India, moved into an ashram, and I have never heard from her again. Wow. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. Oh. Did uh, did you, like, were you guys roommates or did you, like, did she... Yes, we were roommates. She bailed and owes me five months' rent. Like, I had to cover her until the lease was up. So it was on you, like, no warning at all. She's just like, I'm moving by. Yep. Still mad about this. Still mad about this. How many years ago was this? 
This was five years ago now. I would be, I would One be... year for every month that you had to pay for her. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, exactly. the punishment has been paid now. That's it's fine. Fair. It's been five years. I'm not mad at you, girl. No, I mean, when someone someone dips on money... I've been in I've been in a situation like that, and it is, it's terrifying, because you don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I totally get it. You're allowed to still be mad at her. Five more years, two years for every every uh, month she owed you. <laughs> yes. <that's> fair. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Thank you. 410-583-1065. What are you still mad about and how long has it been? Confess it to us now. Maryland, the number three state for holding grudges. Average time that someone in this state holds a grudge, four years, two months. We want to know what you're still mad about. Mm-hmm. 410-583-1065. You need to know this if you're, if you're new to our show or maybe you don't know this. Jessica Dutra. The world-famous Jess over here. <laughs> Maybe one of the biggest grudge holders of anyone I know. Is it a grudge or am I just, like, keeping tabs? <laughs> I think that's the same thing. Is that the same, same thing? thing? <laughs> I think it is. So, Jess, uh, what, are you, what are you still mad about? So, okay, okay, this girl, I knew her from elementary school <laughs> to middle school to high school. And she's one of my dearest friends. And we were neighbors. My mom, we took her to school in the morning. Okay. Yeah. She was always late. She always made us late for school, even though she literally lived around the corner. And I always had to like, and then I would get in trouble because my mom would be like, Jessica, tell her I'm going to be here at this time. Or I'm going to leave her. Yeah. Every morning I'd be like, don't leave her. Well, senior year of high school, it was her idea to break into her house that she was moving out of and have people over and have boys over and do things we weren't, you know, kind of like have whatever, have drinks there that weren't supposed to be there. And I didn't want to do it and I didn't know it was happening and people start showing up and I'm freaking out, okay? Surprise, we get caught and then I got in so much trouble with my parents. I couldn't hang out with anybody for months and I'm still mad at her because she refused to take accountability and responsibility that it was her idea in the first place to do it. And that was like the first big time that I ever got in trouble with my parents and took forever for them to trust me again. And I'm still mad at her about it. And that was like 11 years ago. Jess has tears in her eyes. Swear to God, Jess has tears in her eyes. 11 years ago and you're still emotional about this. The first time I got in trouble and it wasn't even my fault. I was going to say I was mad at the 2011 Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Rays because they lost the playoff game that I paid $300 for tickets for. But you did? You you win. Yeah. <laughs> 4, 410-583-1065. Hey, Jaden Rowan's Mills, good morning. Jaden, you there? Oh, Hey, Jaden from Owens Mills, good morning. Hi. Hi. What are you still mad about and how long has it been? It's been about six years now. I had a friend who I was best friends with in high school, and she was, we were just best friends. And we did everything together, and even after I moved away to a different state and came back, she stayed my best friend. Yeah. Um, I I started dating somebody, and they ended up being roommates together because they're looking for places, and they both needed something. They ended up being roommates, and that was great, too. All of a sudden, she just stopped talking to me, couldn't get a reason why, and she, she hosted an enormous Friendsgiving of like 80 people nope. in their apartment, nope. and she didn't even invite me, even though I was dating her roommate. What went wrong Weird. here? What went wrong? Nothing. All I can think, it, I have no clue. I mean, my roommate left pasta sauce on the stove. Her roommate left pasta <laughs> sauce on the stove one time, and maybe she got mad at me. I, don't, I have no clue. Wow. Wait. Jaden, do you think maybe she fell in love with your boyfriend or something and got jealous once they moved in together? I don't 
think so. <laughs> that would be so wild. Because why is, would she stop talking to you just so because bizarre. your boyfriend and her become roommates? We both asked, and it just it completely fell apart. It was to the point where they wouldn't, she wouldn't even look at me when I walked in the room. She wouldn't discuss anything. I mean, they moved. She moved out just a couple, like a oh month or two after. Maybe she got jealous really of bad. him. Maybe she got jealous <laughs> yes. of him because he stole you away from her. This is gonna drive Jess crazy until she like solves this. She's over here acting like Inspector Gadget trying to get all the details. You know, that, I mean, that's a wow. How long? How long has it been now? About six years. There you go, six years, dude. Thank you so much for calling us. Of course. Text from Alec. From the 443 said, I'm still mad when Gordon Ramsay came to Ellicott City after the floods. He took the shrimp salad wrap off the Phoenix Emporium menu. <laughs> he said, it's been two years now. Their shrimp salad wrap was fire. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's something you'll stay super passionate about, right? Yeah, that one hurts. Like your favorite menu item goes off. You're like, wait, bring it back. Yeah. Regina from Baltimore, good morning. Hi. Regina, tell us, what are you still mad about and how long has it been? It's been um, since the 29th of August. Oh. Okay. Okay, so about a, about a month now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what? And we... it's, it's it's not good because I should not be mad. Tell us. Well, tell but... us first. Tell us first, and then we'll tell you. That's okay. okay. Yeah, so we'll tell you if you should be mad or not. My mom forgot my birthday. Oh no. Oh no, girl. Absolutely not. You you. It's okay. You still be, you still be mad. What what is the what do you think the the average punishment just should be emotional punishment if somebody forgets your birthday? Well, it depends. Has she even reached out to you, or are you ignoring her right now and still waiting to hear from her? No. The thing is, I called her afterwards, and I was talking to her. You know, I'm like, and I even spoke about my birthday and how we had a wonderful day and stuff. And instead of she just realizing and saying, oh, shoot, I forgot. Happy birthday, baby. Hmm. She goes to rag on my dad, which she's never done. Because she's deflecting. Because she's deflecting. That's why. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you can still be mad. She's you can always, still be mad. Yeah, and you're, we're you saying happy birthday. Thank you. This is my favorite show. I listen to you guys every day. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, happy I'm as from, birthdays. I'm from Baltimore. Aww. Well, we, uh, we yeah, are... no, I'm a nail tech. My name is Regina Nail Z Fly. Hey. 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 <laughs> Regina, happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. You're so sweet. 410-583-1065. Anonymous in Reisterstown. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing well. Will you tell us uh, what you're still mad about and how long it's been? My best friend uh, of many, many, many years was uh, not the best friend when I had a really hard time and I had to go through a surgery. Oh, no. Everybody came, dropped something off, even if it was just a bag of Doritos, and she didn't come, and I still can't get over it, and I think of her, like, almost every morning, and I needed to let it go, but I don't know how. Wait, because she because she didn't bring you a bag of Doritos? Well, no, because she wasn't there it, for her. I wasn't, I wasn't, ex- I could never imagine how oh. someone can't come see someone. Yes. This is pre-COVID. You go see someone when they have a big surgery that's very scary. Yes. And you don't. It's your best friend in the whole world. Yes. It's been like years. I mean, I've had other people try and say you should get back together and be friends again. I just don't know how to let it go. It's been about five, a little over five years. Yeah. And every poss- year I expect her to come back and show up with a bag of Doritos. I don't know why it takes a bag of Doritos. I know, it's fine. <laughs> You're like, that, that will solve everything if she'll just show up with the Doritos. Pretty much. Is it possible? Because, I mean, it's okay if, like, obviously, I, I don't think that's something that you're going to forget. But is it possible just to kind of move on from her and make more space in your life for someone that is worthy oh, of a yeah. friendship? 
hundred percent. I have two dear friends now that have taken over her spot, but still, well, still I would forgive still if here. she did the right thing. Yeah, no, I get it. And maybe the and now, universe had terrible? to do that to make sure that you knew that's not a friend that you need. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just can't imagine that one. We yeah. just, and every day some picture shows up on my phone of what we did back then. Yeah. Delete them. Sad. Delete them, yeah. girl. We were fun. Yeah. We were fun together. Anyway, yeah. so that's my grudge. Well, I, I think it is an appropriate grudge. And I hope that you can move on from it. You know, I hope you can find the, uh, just because obviously it's taking up mental space right now, you know? And, and put, more, put more love into those friends that you got that would yeah. show up with I got, a mil- I got so much love for those friends. Good. Look at those. And that's what matters. And I'm always looking for more. There love you go. Good. There you go. Anybody got some Doritos? Let us know. <laughs> I do love a Dorito. I, I hear that. <laughs> I can hear that in your voice. Thank you for calling us today. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I'm going to go through a couple things that people are saying and, and tell me if you agree with these or not, okay? The number one thing on here is concerts because they used to be a lot cheaper than they are. You could go see a major band for like 30 bucks and now if you want to see a concert live, what's a concert ticket cost in Maryland? I mean, we're talking two, three hundred bucks. They're expensive. Just to sit in like decent seats, right? Yeah. Do you agree with that? It did used to be a whole lot cheaper. No, yeah, they definitely, they've totally gotten way more expensive now. They say films, movies in general. So the writing sucks and all the money goes to remakes and Marvel movies. Like yeah. anything that really is going to be a big blockbuster, typically now a Marvel movie or a rock movie. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like creativity outside of those two things. Right. Uh, things that used to uh, things that used to be great but suck now. They say makeup. Makeup. <laughs> because it used to be fairly simple, right? But now social media makes you feel like you've got to have like, you know, a hundred different primers and creams and I'm contouring sure. tools. I'm not sure if it sucks, but it's definitely just way more overwhelming now than it was like back in the day for sure. Think about, because what do you think, if you were to fully do, and I'm talking like full going out makeup, uh-huh. What would, how long would that take you? It takes me probably about like an hour to fully get ready. God. Like, you think your mom spent an hour putting her makeup on back in the day? Well, I mean... An hour? They're just... I feel like there weren't as many things to do. Yeah, layers. You just had... Layers you had like stuff. a... You put on this little lip thing. You put on a little, little eye thing, which I call this mascara. Y'all are done. so many options and all the, And Too then you want to buy all the, all the Fenty products. And it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Things that used to be great that suck now. They say fast food. It's never been good for you, but now it's like it's even more unhealthy now. A report last week that said drive throughs have gotten slower, too, and less accurate. Yeah, that's fair. Going, it used to be an experience mm-hmm. to go get fast food. Something I would, like, look forward to doing, you know? Yeah. Now it just kind of seems like an inconvenience. Or is it, does fast food just taste better as a kid, and then you, like, wake up when you get older? <laughs> Maybe. You know what I'm saying? That could be it. Let me give you one more. Theme parks. Mm. We're talking about this list on Reddit this morning. This thread talking about things that used to be great, but suck now. Theme Why? parks. It's because they're insanely crowded, right? Like you go to you go to Disney World. You're gonna ride, you're gonna wait two hours minimum for most of the rides, the good ones, right? Also, so expensive. Back in 1981, a one day ticket to Disney World, nine dollars and fifty cents. No way. If we were to adjust that for inflation, that'd be about twenty nine dollars today. Okay. What? So you can't just say, oh, well, times have changed. Now it's like $172 for one day, maybe one park. The if price that. in Disney this year is anywhere between 109 and 159 depending on when you go. Yeah, it depends on the day. It's different, man. It's changed. If there's something we're forgetting that we should add to this list, text us. 410-583-1065. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.